just go and focus on driving traffic to your store because without traffic, without fuel, your car won't go. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we're dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. Now let's get on with the show. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. Today, uh, we are welcoming to the show Tom from Firepush. Tom and Firepush have over 5 years experience in the Shopify ecosystem. During this time, uh, he and Firepush have helped many Shopify and Shopify Plus stores use Firepush to achieve outstanding results, such as driving $1 million in revenue for their customers. Uh, also, before that, Tom had a lot of experience running his own agency. So he's been in the game for quite a while. And today, he's going to run us through um, just some amazing data that they have and insights that they've found on retargeting strategies. But I have now talked for way longer than I want to talk. So Tom, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Uh, hi, uh, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Um, thanks for inviting me to this show. And yes, uh, a bit about me. Like I um, had digital agency before we started to work with Firepush. It was always uh, the dream to have something uh, on our own and uh, develop something uh, uh, special for for our clients. So before we started uh, Firepush, we did many different projects for different uh, big clients like Red Bull, Maybelline, Volvo in Middle East, and and eventually we just uh, started to develop our own SaaS project and uh, end up here. Absolutely. I think the grass is always greener. Uh, like if you are an agency, you think like having a product would be easier. And then like on the other side, when you have a product and you have a good strategy, you're like, oh, this would just be so easy to be an agency. Did you ever feel like that? I completely agree with you. And uh, grass always greener when you uh, when you don't have those things. And uh, we had many ex- much experience with uh, different clients. And uh, at some point, we just got bored and and started to develop uh, our project. Awesome. So um, you've been working on Firepush now for over 5 years. Uh, and you guys help a lot with retargeting and making sure that you're sending uh, essentially the right message through the right channel if I'm going to try to simplify it. Does that sound like I kind of got it? Yes. So I can probably start from the history. We started from web push notifications initially 5 years ago. And uh, you know, it was a new technology. An idea came up from uh, from many requests of our clients. They asked the developers uh, different native applications just to send push notifications. And when Chrome released possibility to send push notifications, we just uh, came up with the idea that could be a good channel to to do that. A part of like emails and SMS messaging that pushes could work really well. So we started to develop it. And uh, you know, in a couple of years, we introduced SMS messaging, and and in a year or so, we introduced emails as well. So we just found that combining different channels works way much more better than just uh, having uh, one channel. I couldn't agree anymore. Uh, we're 
right now it's kind of uh, SMS is so popular these days, and it seems like almost every project that we're doing now is either refining someone's existing SMS strategy or bringing that into the fold because now it's a lot more affordable these days, I'd say, and the technology is there with the integrations in the Shopify ecosystem. So it allows people to start to capitalize on that. Yes, and Shopify created an ecosystem which allows you easily to install app and and start sending uh, messages. Of course, you have to prepare yourself. You know, you have to collect subscribers uh, in a legal way. Uh, you can't just uh, start and you know just install and sending. But it's it's so easy. Just uh, install app, uh, activate automations, uh, and then that's it. And today, I would like would like to talk more about retargeting customers and uh, help. So to help the re- uh, recover abandoned carts. And most most merchants, what they do when they start businesses, they. Uh, they you know run some kind of like uh, paid ads to their product pages. Uh, some people buy some, but most of those people just goes away. And the easiest way now for Shopify to target customers would be emails because they have those tools on board, and you can start doing that for completely basically for free. But what we found that combining different channels. Um, Let's say by sending uh, web pushes and emails in parallel, which are way much more cheaper than SMS messages first, works way much better because um, you basically you send email or push to your to your customer and wait. If he didn't buy, then you can send an SMS message and it works way much more better than just sending emails. It really depends what audiences you're targeting. You have to have that in mind as well. And, you know, younger people they are more keen to give like. Uh, permission to send the push notifications rather than emails. So if you're targeting, let's say, younger generation, that pushes could work for you really, really well. Want to get each new episode of Honest E-Commerce sent straight to your phone? Join our VIP texting list for updates on new episodes and exclusive deals from our partners. Text Honest VIP, that's H-O-N-E-S-T-V-I-P to 72599 to join. By the way, we're powering our text messages with PostScript, the number one text message marketing app for Shopify stores. Check out the show notes for a link to install PostScript for free today. Yeah, it's it's essentially you want to contact the customer or potential customer the way that they'd like to be contacted. So um, the way that I know, you know, the, the ones that I, I'm very familiar with, you've got uh, obviously email. That one's the, a big one. And then you've got uh, SMS is, is is huge right now, and then you've got some other ones out there like Facebook Messenger is one. Push notification is another one that I don't see as many brands utilizing. Um, are there any that I'm missing? I think that you mentioned most popular ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook Messenger was and is a great channel as well. So it, you know it, it allows at the moment to retarget your customers easily. You know by sending images and and specific information which maybe customer added into cart. So it's a good, good, really good channel to, to utilize as well. Um, there are a couple of restrictions where you know Facebook started to go uh, more. I, I see like a, Facebook Messenger more like a support channel now because because of restrictions Facebook introduced. It looks like they want to avoid sending promotional messages and and then maybe focus more on support messages and transactional messages more. But web pushes and email is, uh, you know, if you, you know, if let's say somebody subscribed to your push notification, we start tracking them straight away. You don't have to leave uh, email or, or or phone number to, to send push notification. 
as soon as he subscri- customer subscribed, uh, we start tracking. And if uh, he added in, you know, or she added into cart something, we know that. Uh, so push notification can be sent slightly earlier than emails and SMS messages. Awesome, cool. So let's let's talk about uh, kind of what uh, a typical customer journey looks like for the typical merchant, I guess, and then uh, I guess pivot it to what a more omni-channel approach would look like. Yeah, so so you know, typical omni-channel funnel looks like you know we drive traffic via Facebook ads or Google ads. It's it's really important to. Uh, uh, to you know, to make that step really very well, to prepare it very well, because if you target uh, wrong audience, you will retarget wrong audience as well. So you will pay twice for wrong audience. So you know you, you can drive the traffic for, uh, via those Facebook channel, you know, from via that channel to your product page. Uh, somebody buys, and most of people you know they just uh, go away, and they have to be convinced. And we have stats which shows that about. Uh, Fifty percent of people buys, you know, buys first day, and the rest fifty percent, uh, uh, you know, they they can buy after one day, two days, you know, and even thirty percent can buy after two three two three weeks. So imagine how many times you have to display ads or show your brand in front of their faces, so to get that sale. And with such tools like Firepush, like you know, other channel other channels, you can basically cover. Only first two three days because you won't start sending uh, abundant card messages every day like for two weeks. So you know you set your uh, tool to send messages you know after thirty minutes, fifty minutes, uh, you know one day and so on. And then the rest has to be covered by by such channels like Facebook. You have to retarget your customers um, via Facebook or Google Ads and uh, and and display those uh, items which customer added into the car. Absolutely. I, I it's it's building out a fully functional funnel is probably the hardest thing to do just because it it takes a long time to get it done right because what you're saying here it takes at least almost half uh well almost a third of these conversions are happening after 14 days. So when you're building out your funnel and you're testing new strategies, it's going to frustrate a lot of people that it's not direct response anymore on these channels, really. It's more akin to building a flywheel. Uh, you got to get more people into the funnel, more people into the retargeting strategies for it to really start to pick up. And it, and it takes time. There's unfortunately not a, there's not a shortcut to kind of just letting the algorithm and the data work, finding the right customers, and then retargeting the right customers. Yes, and the more more expensive stuff you sell, more time it takes for people to you know to decide to buy. Because if you sell something for you know up to fifty, sixty dollars, you know those purchases can be impulsive first, you know, in very quickly. But if you sell items which are more than hundred, two hundred dollars, people you know they are keen to double check pricing, go to check where where maybe they will find something cheaper elsewhere, or you know you know it takes time for them to decide. Absolutely. So, so yeah, and then uh, you know, when it comes to retargeting strategies, uh, uh, we always suggest our clients to send e- emails and the pushes first after thirty minutes uh, by thirty minutes because uh, uh, we did like a, a big research last year just before Black Friday, and we noticed that best ROI, best return of investment to send those messages would be after 30 minutes or after 50 minutes. I mean, first wave of one card messages. So if you start sending the pushes and emails slightly earlier, give a small gap for people to buy. And then if they didn't buy, then send SMS message on top. 
you will get way much more better results than just uh, sending uh, you know messages via uh, one channel. Yeah, I think that's a great strategy. So Tom has an amazing slide deck put together for this that I'm watching now. But uh, unfortunately, this isn't a video just yet. So we're going to make sure that we have this in the, the notes for everybody. So you can check out all these stats as well. Um, but I'll just kind of reiterate what he just said here. So the best time to send the first abandoned cart is at 30 minutes. And then... Well, at the best time, is, according to this data, is at 50 minutes. But then the second best is at 30 minutes. So... If you're talking on a timeline, you're going to send it 30 and 50. So maybe email on one of those or push notification and then SMS on the other. And then the second best time to send or the time to send your second abandoned cart would be eight hours later uh, is what this data says. Yes, correct. So, And, um, and we, we're receiving many questions about uh, whether SMS messaging is... You know, is uh, uh, still working like because you know there was like impression that the SMS messages uh, died, but I think that they have renaissance at the moment and uh, basically those messages are so powerful you can get a return of investment you know more than forty times. Uh, you know if you start sending promotional campaigns to all your uh, subscribers, you will get low slightly lower conversion rate. It, it, it will, it's about. 0.5%, but um, generally it generates the biggest amount of sales. It's about 70%, something like that. So um, you can get, you know, return of investment up to 13 times. Uh, when it comes to abandoned cart messages, conversion rates are way much more higher. It can be up to, you know, 2%, 2.5%. Sales, uh, from other hand, will be slightly lower. It normally generates about 30% of sales, uh, you know, from all, all messages we send. But return of investment is, you know, it's, it's huge. It can be up to thirty times. So, uh, you know, it's, it's really powerful tool. You can, you know, you can send messages to very specific uh, targeted audiences. You can target people by how many, how much they spend, you know, when they purchased, uh, what they purchased by location, and then different kind of stuff can be done. Yeah, these are some amazing data points here. So we've, we've got it broken down into four types of SMS messages. So you've got your promotional messages, your abandoned cart messages, your win back messages, and your reward messages for new customers. Uh, and, and it's pretty eye-opening here to see uh, which ones are going to be driving the most sales. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day here, all of these returns are above 10%. So I'd, I'd feel like you need to make sure that you're building all of these campaigns into your SMS strategy. Yes, correct. And uh, we have a couple of more slides uh, where we just display you know other channels, and you can compare that. You know, for example, if you start uh, using you know if you're using emails, you should uh, you should expect conversion rate about three percent. If you're using you know if you if you have some sort of SEO strategy, <laughs> you know conversion rates from traffic uh, coming from these uh, you know from such channel can be about one point five percent and so on. And I think that you know we will we will put like you know that deck somewhere to for you to download, so you you could uh, double check those conversion rates and and it probably will help you to focus on specific channels more. And you know, rather than just trying different uh, sources and, and and so on. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio knows modern e-commerce is moving fast. Between email, mobile, and web, it can be hard to keep up with consumers and personalize their experience with your brand. Think of Clavio as a central command center for all your digital marketing needs. With email marketing, dynamic website content, social retargeting, SMS automation, and more, you'll take back control of the customer experience and own your business growth. 
That's why it's trusted by over 30,000 brands like Casemate, Kapari, and Brooklinen. Ready to find out how Klaviyo can help your business grow? Visit Klaviyo.com to schedule a demo. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Awesome. So when we are talking about uh, Omnichannel, maybe some of the listeners kind of don't even know what Omnichannel means. So maybe we should take a step back and kind of quickly explain what an Omnichannel approach would be for those listeners that are a little bit newer into marketing at this scale. Yeah, so there are you know so, so many omnichannel uh, examples out there. Uh, when it comes to marketing, remarketing, it means basically then uh, that you are using different channels to retarget your customers and approach them when, when they want, where they want, uh, rather than just focus on one channel um, and hoping that they will respond to your messages. Awesome. So. I guess if we were to set up maybe a, a checklist, like because it, it does take time to craft these messages and, and build out, you know, the campaigns and all that. So I guess um, if you were to kind of talk about which systems to start with, and maybe once you get those ones down, which ones to start adding in next. Uh, so would it be like start with email? You need to get a really solid email strategy done. Once you're done there, maybe move into SMS or move into push notifications. Uh, what do you see being kind of like a, a good uh, stepping stone or plan to kind of build out your omnichannel strategy because obviously uh, something successful like this you can't build overnight. Yes, you're right, and I, I would probably suggest to start you know as usual like from emails because it's the most common channel and people know how they look like and how how it works and and it's uh, it might be slightly easier to start even though it takes lots of time to build your own email templates and start sending those messages. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, as I said, it's most common channel and people know how it works. When it comes to web pushes uh, and SMS messages, I would probably start from web push notifications first because uh, it's way, way, way much more cheaper channel compared with SMS messaging. And results are very, very similar to, to SMS messaging. It also slightly... Uh, more open channels. So, uh, you know, you just install app, uh, activate one of the automations or messages and start collecting subscribers. And that's it. It's just uh, simple as that. Meanwhile, with SMS messages, you have to spend slightly more time, you know, to prepare your checkout page to be DCPA compliant, to send, uh, to send SMS messages in the United States. And it takes time to crack a bit more. Uh, so yeah, so I would say emails first, that pushes second, and then SMS messages on, on top of that. But I would definitely recommend to use uh, all those three channels. And of course, you can add uh, Facebook Messenger on top of it. Uh, it's it's a great, uh, great you know, and great channel as well. Absolutely. So that's for all the all the notifications. Once you get those down, um, I would actually start with those first because then when you're talking about paid retargeting. Um, you're kind of opening up another can of worms and having uh, these people being retargeted through these lists, uh, you can like retarget them as well through Facebook and Instagram. It'll be a little bit cheaper. So once you like, if you have those systems built out and you already have those lists, that makes it easier for you to retarget them on Facebook and Instagram. Obviously, you can do it through other methods as well, like just pixel retargeting and whatnot. But like, for example, if you're using a powerful email automation software, you can build out specific segments within those softwares that you can usually push right over to Facebook and Instagram for a more dialed-in retargeting. You basically can do that uh, with all channels. You know, uh, email would be like that connector for Facebook. And uh, nowadays, we can uh, all these uh, 
uh, tools which we have on you know on Shopify, uh, you know, identify client if somebody let's say subscribed to a push notification and later left uh, uh, email or SMS messages, uh, uh, sorry, a phone number. Then we can basically, you know, identify that person and create even deeper and more sophisticated segments uh, on different other channels like Facebook, as you said, as you mentioned. Absolutely, yeah, and that's when it gets fun for me because I'm a nerd. I like jumping in there and, and creating some like really fun retargeting strategies. Let's be honest. Today, all of your customers are going to have questions. And what are you doing to manage all those questions? Do you have a help desk for your business? One of our sponsors of today's episode is Gorgeous. And Gorgeous is the number one rated help desk for e-commerce. It integrates seamlessly with Shopify. We have installed it on a bunch of stores. It's also used by brands like Movement and Rothy's. And what it does is it takes all of your customer insights and information, brings it into one amazing dashboard so you can solve their problem as quickly as possible. If you want to give Gorgeous a try, visit gorgeous.link slash honest. That's G-O-R... G-I-A-S dot L-I-N-K slash H-O-N-E-S-T to get your second month free. It's definitely a lot easier, I guess, if you have a smaller product count. When you have a larger product catalog, uh, it's probably a little more difficult to make some really uh, unique retargeting strategies for that. So if, if you do have a larger product count, I would focus on building out you know something a little more unique for your best sellers or the most profitable items in your store. Um, that's something that people tend to ask me quite a bit uh, is how to approach that. With that being said, I, I guess, Tom, is there anything that I forgot to ask you about today that you think would be uh, helpful and worthwhile for our audience? Um, you know, we can maybe discuss a bit more about the uh, discount codes and uh, double check whether it's worth to, uh, to use discount codes or not for different types of messages. Absolutely. And we just, we just noticed from our stats that you know, if you're giving away discount codes very easily on your website, like on every corner, you just land it, pop up with discount code, going away, pop up with discount code, then those discount codes starts, uh, you know, they just blend, uh, blends, uh, blends out. And people, you know, if you start sending SMS messages or emails with discount codes, then it's way much more complicated and, and to, to get those sales because people think that, oh, I can get that discount code any, anytime anyway. So why I should, just click now and then go and buy. So, so you you will have just you know you will have them to provide really really good deal. So, for example, if you if you have like a discount code for ten or fifteen percent nowadays, it's it's uh, it for most of uh, merchants they it looks very small unless you are not giving discount codes at all. But if you're giving discount codes, five ten percent discount codes are looks worthless for these customers, and you have to send SMS messages uh, only when you have really really good deal. And uh, in an example I have here, you know, you can see that it's, uh, you will see that it's, uh, if you have really good deal, you will get, you can get even twice more orders and sales rather than just like a small, you know, uh, small discount code. It will generate way much uh, smaller results. So, um, and you have to be very careful because uh, conversion rates are, you know, according to our stats, are very, very, very similar. Like, you know, from promotional messages, this discount code or without discount code, it, it's about 0.5%. And, you know, you will get a very similar amount of click rates, you know, clicks, but average or the value of the discount code will be way much more smaller. Uh, so you have to be careful. Yeah, that's some surprising data right there. Um... So kind of to reiterate what Tom just said is 
Uh, they've got a bunch of data here for promotions with a discount and without a discount code. And the conversion rates are essentially similar and the same with the click-through rates. And the biggest difference between these is the average order value, which makes sense because the ones with the discount code is going to be less money. Yes. Uh, so that, that's some surprising findings. Yeah, but it's and, and it might be because you know we did like uh, that research based on uh, stores we have on board, and you know it's very very popular among them to send you know to use discount codes everywhere. So uh, I think that it, it might be sometimes misused and overused. Uh, so we have you know we, we have to come up with the strategy uh, how you're going to pro, you know give those discount codes and when you're going to give those discount codes. So to you know. So to build proper strategy and get get you know more sales. Absolutely awesome. And yeah, and it's and, and as as I mentioned earlier, like you know you have to you know in order to make those such tools like Firepush work properly, you have to you know prepare your home you know you have to prepare your homework uh, you know initially and and you know you have to target your customers uh, really really you know uh, specifically and and target target them in a way that they you know. If you target, let's say, people which uh, who are not keen to buy your, your products, then you will retarget these uh, people again and again and again. You will build basically, you know, big audience, but uh, it won't work for you. Yeah, that's that's some sage advice. So at the top of the funnel, uh, i.e., when you're prospecting or advertising to cold traffic, if that's not dialed in and you're getting weird people into your funnel it's going to keep retargeting those people if it's a bad fit uh or you know they're if they're never going to buy your product uh advertising to them isn't going to change that you know if they if they don't if your product doesn't solve a need that they have they're never going to buy it so that comes down to making sure that you have a really dialed in uh strategy at the top of the funnel making sure that you are only targeting people that actually want to buy your product uh potentially uh, is going to save you a lot of money in the long run yeah, that's why that's why I always suggest our clients to you know to use uh, uh, when you run Facebook ads to use layering system and I call it layering system because it's it just narrows your audience uh, you know and and extracts those who most likely you know uh, could buy your products for example if you're selling something for bodybuilders and uh, you, you know you 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 start advertising your products for people who like Schwarzenegger it doesn't mean that those people are you know. Uh, Bodybuilders, they might like Schwarzenegger because they, you know, he's famous, uh, famous uh, Hollywood star. But if you start like uh, targeting people who like Schwarzenegger, but at the same time they like, you know, they are interested in Bodybuilder one and maybe in Bodybuilder two at the same time, then your audience will shrink to, you know, from you know two, three, five millions to maybe a couple of hundred thousands, and you will target way much more specific people. And so this is, you know, this could be like a good advice to, uh, to run prospecting, uh, prospecting ads. And then, uh, of course, you have to set your retargeting ads uh, uh, in parallel to prospecting uh, ads. So you run prospecting ads, you drive traffic to your store, and then uh, you're targeting with uh, uh, via email, via SMS, pushes, and at the same time via Facebook ads uh, showing, displaying uh, Exact those items people added into carts. So you have to combine uh, different different channels all the time. Yeah, you're you're hitting the nail on the head there. Um, so uh, Tom, if people are curious to learn more about what Firepush can help them do, or if they just want to ask you a few questions, what's the best way to get a hold of you? 
So, you know, Vipers, it's, it's, when you're just starting, I would probably suggest, to, you know, just to come and, uh, and, and uh, activate, a, you know, abundant cart messages first. So to start collecting subscribers and retargeting your customers. And at some point, when you have more subscribers, you will be able to, uh, to send promotional campaigns and retarget your uh, customers via winback uh, sort of messages and so on. But initially, you know, uh, you, know you just focus on abundant cart messages. Those are most powerful messages. And uh, this is where you should start. And then you're done. You, you just go and focus on driving traffic to your store. Because without traffic, without fuel, your car won't go. Absolutely. All right, Tom. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough for, for coming on the show today. Uh, it was great to have you. Thank you a lot. Yeah, thanks a lot for inviting me. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their journey and knowledge with us today. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our businesses. Links and more information will be available in the show notes as well. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, feel free to reach out and learn more at electriceye.io slash connect. Also, make sure you subscribe and leave an amazing review. Thank you.